So how you doing? How's your summer been going? It's been good. Um, it's been pretty busy. I haven't been able to enjoy many weekends, uh, you know, just chilling, which, you know, I, I, every year my fiance and I were like, all right, this year we're just going to take more time to relax and hang out. And uh, I, I'm terrible at just staying at home and, and doing nothing. So uh, been busy, been busy with just personal stuff and real estate stuff. So um, that's my only complaint so far. Glad that the uh, weather's getting hot. Um, Are you a fan of hot weather? Like, do you just like, because some people hate it and some people love it. In the wintertime, I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my, my goal in life is to, to uh, retire on the beach somewhere. So, um, yeah. I what, what beach? What, where are you going? What beach? You got to tell me. It's anywhere warm, to be honest. It doesn't matter uh, to me. So anywhere warm where I have access to, you know, walk down there for, you know, and even if it's just an hour or two hours a day or every other day, um, just to get that little escape, that's what I want. I hear you, man. I hear you. We need that in our lives for sure. Well, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for jumping on today. I mean, the reason why, first off, you know, I really wanted you to come on is because I know that you guys, you and your team just do a phenomenal job. Uh, with your business, but also on how you approach lead generation. And I know that's a big part of you. You know, I've had conversations with your team. I know that you guys have really cool systems that anybody that's in real estate and is, is wanting or thinking about driving leads can really learn a lot from you. So first, I really appreciate you sharing uh, your insight because it, I'm sure it's taken a lot of trial and error to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, and, and we're going to dive into that and, and really what that looks like. So, but before we do that, John, uh, if you could just, um, just talk about, you know, first off, how long have you been, how long have you been a real estate agent? Well, first I want to say thanks for, uh, thinking of, of me and, and having me on. And I appreciate what you're doing for, for our community. Um, you know, we know each other a little bit and, you know, it's all about giving back and, and helping others succeed. So, uh, first, thank you for, for having me on. And um, yeah, so I've been, uh, August will be nine years that I've been licensed in the business. Um, got got licensed uh, end August of 2011. Um, and really, lead gen has been a part of my business since December of 2011. Wow. Okay, so December 2011. And Okay, so let's break this down, right? Because there's there's a thousand different ways to, to drive leads. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a thousand different ways to approach lead conversion. So let's start let's start at the top, right? And we're gonna dive into this. But first off, let's talk about lead sources. Let's talk about John. I want to hear from you. When you first got into the game, what you thought was attractive when it comes down to lead conversion and where you are today um, from a sourcing perspective, like where you're getting your leads from. Sure. And then where you are today from a sourcing perspective, because I'm sure that has shifted a lot over those nine years. A little. Uh, so when I got started in 2011, I was I just graduated college. Um, I actually got connected with uh, Ryan Reilly through um, Tracy Chambers, who was at Keller Williams Consultants at the time. She was the team lead there. Um, and so, so Ryan was my team lead. Um, my mentor and at that time internet lead generation was becoming the thing right i think there was really only 
two or three big companies that were uh, providing internet leads for agents. Boomtown is one of them. Tiger Leads uh, was one of them. And I think I forget the third the third company that I knew of at the time. So when I say lead gen, I'm referencing to internet lead gen. Mm-hmm. Um, and and back then it was uh, SEO, Google AdWords, and Craigslist. You know that's that's kind of what we were what we were working with. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and, and to this day, it's still pretty much for our team the same the same thing. Uh, and and I'm sure we'll get into it. But the reason why is it's somewhat predictable for an agent's business um, and for like our team, we're able to scale. So as we bring on a new person to our team, we're able to say, okay, this person needs X amount of leads coming in every single month in order to generate X amount of business. Interesting. So, so today those sources are still pretty much the same. You're saying you're looking at uh, Google AdWords and, and, uh, and, and SEO. Yep. So it's morphed a little bit. So um, back then, like I said, it was, it was Google AdWords, SEO and and Craigslist. Now it's Facebook SEO and uh, uh, we do, we partner with Zillow. So um, those are our three main lead sources for generating business. And then obviously not counting sphere of influence, past clients, referrals, things like that. Sure. Just internet lead base. So when it comes down to Google, have you seen a shift in those cost per clips, clicks when it comes down to AdWords, are you guys still using AdWords or is it strictly just SEO now? So, so the one good thing that, um, that we do or how we look at things, how we approach things. And, and when I say we, myself and Ryan is we know what we're good at. We're good at real estate, right? So we partner up with these companies that handle all of our marketing and our lead generation for our team, meaning we don't want to think about it. We don't want to learn how to run SEO. Uh, Do we know how to do Facebook ads? Yes. Um, I think every agent should run their own Facebook ads. Yes. But um, we basically pay for these companies to generate those leads for us. So that way we don't have to think about it. We're only, we're only dealing with real estate and, and that's what we're good at. So right now it's, it's yes, Google ad spend SEO, our Facebook ads, they're all, that's all ran through our boomtown. Um, and then obviously with Zillow, they handle all of the leads through Zillow for us. And then what, what we like to do is also, you know, when we have like new listings or in contracts or just solds, teaching, teaching our agents how to set up a Facebook ad to still be able to generate and drive traffic to that listing or to that, that company listing or that team listing to then generate their own leads on top of what the team's doing as well. Yeah, that's great. I think, you know, that's such a good point that you made, John, is that agents are marketers. They're not marketers, right? They're real estate agents and you, yep. you have to be a professional in what you do. And that is providing value to your clients on home ownership, right? Yep. I think a lot of times real estate professionals, whether you're a real estate agent or a loan officer or an affiliate, you get too caught up in the, uh, the external factors that make up your business because there's so many shiny hooks laying in front of you. Like, Oh, you got to go do this. And now you got to learn how to do this and this and this and this, and then you lose track of what's important. Right. And that's what yeah. makes you a successful real estate agent. And I love that because I think to be successful, it's important to understand it, the fundamentals, 
but to actually go in there and actually put it all together and, and do all the analytics on the back end, like you're never going to figure it out. You're never going to figure it out because it changes so quickly. So your point of hiring somebody that's going to do that for you, hire the experts because you know the ROI is going to come back for you. That's where that, that's where the value is, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, I mean, how do you go about finding, finding the right partners? Because a lot of people will go out there and they'll say, you know, we can do this. We promise to do this. And there's, there's so many of them. How do you go about finding the right people or companies to partner with to help build out those, those systems for you? I think it comes down to, uh, I don't know if it's finding the, I think agents need to understand. I think this is something that we'll talk about too in a little bit, understand the lead process, right? So, you know, we use Boomtown. It was only one of a few choices when we first started doing this in 2011. Now you have Boomtown, KV Core, uh, uh, Firepoint, uh, Dacno, and and uh, Commissions Inc. And you know, there's all these other companies that are doing it, right? Real geeks. They're all the same thing. They're a lead generation website, CRM, all in one. I tell people they all work, right? It comes down to what you're comfortable with within those platforms, because each platform offers different bells and whistles and things you can do here and there. But the idea is they're going to generate the leads for you and it's up to you to prospect. And are you comfortable within that platform using those tools? For us, Boomtown's not, uh, you can't do some stuff, but it does its job. And, and, and what it does is, is they're great at that, right? You know, there's some systems out there that you can do slide dials, you can do your own landing pages, you can do your own marketing, you can do your own videos, you can do, you know, you can do all of these things. Well, then, like you said, it just gets too confusing and then you just get distracted, right? So I tell people it's, it's not necessarily the system as far as, you know, partnering up with them, but you have to be comfortable in using that system and what it offers. You know, I've had Commissions Inc. in the past, I've had KV Core. Uh, market makers, one of them, and, and they're all great. They all work. They all generate leads, but I got too confused trying to figure out the system and all the tools. Yeah. And sometimes it's the basic stuff, right? Like everyone wants real estate agents. They want things that are going to make their life easier, but sometimes, or, you know, uh, more efficient, but sometimes that's not the answer. Sometimes it, it does get too confusing and I'm not, I'm not a techie person, so I don't want to try to learn it. Right. I'd rather to keep it simple, right? My mindset's more of like, keep things simple, do what you're supposed to do and the rest will work itself out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's great. And, and so, so what advice when you're, when you're out there looking, what advice do you have to people who are looking, you know, from a technology perspective, what do you, what do you say to people out there looking for technology and input these systems in, into their business? The, I think the biggest thing is you, if they generate the leads, you have to understand um, lead source, where they're coming from, and how long that lead normally takes to get through the process from start to closing. Um, and each lead source is going to be different. Facebook converts at a different time frame than uh, Google AdWords. Google AdWords converts at a different time than Zillow. Zillow converts at a different time frame than your sphere of influence past clients, right? So it's, it's not necessarily like where the leads are coming from. It's, it's you understanding how to get that lead from the beginning to the end and what's that process look like. And then 
you know, for example, if I tell you how to get to a certain destination and I tell you each street to go, but you make wrong turns as you're trying to get there, you don't listen to my advice. Who are you going to be mad at myself or mad at yourself because you didn't follow the, the roadmap? Right. I love that. So, so with that said, John, cause I want to get into your system because I think it's brilliant. But before we do that, I want to talk about the sources. Yep. Uh, you kind of just touched on them. And so obviously you've been doing this for a long time. You've seen all the different sources. What are, so the sources that you focus on today are Facebook, Google, and Zillow. Yep. What are, can we talk quickly just about what are the, um, what are the, what do you see as far as a journey time frame from lead to client with each one of those sources? Yeah. So typically, um, any Google ad spend, um, SEO, AdWords, whatever it is, typically you're talking six to eight, sorry, six to 12 months. So from the time they join our website to the time they close on average is six to 12 months. Now, well, can one close in three months? Yes. Can one take three years? Yes. But your average is about that, right? Um, our Facebooks are typically a little bit longer than, than that. Um, and again, it's not that they're bad leads, right? You have to understand the process. You have to understand the sales cycle and the, and the lead process. And then our Zillows are typically a lot faster. You know, they're in that three to five month window somewhere. In the, like we've had times where it's been one showing, one house, one contract and close in 30 days. But that's not always the case, right? And that's the same thing with like I, I tell people all the time, it doesn't have to be internet leads. You have to understand the process for any type of lead source. Meaning if you go out and door knock, door knocking still works. Is it the most efficient way to do it? Probably not, but it still works if you do it consistently over time. You need to understand the numbers of how many doors do I have to knock on? And once I get that, that seller, how long does that process typically take from door knock to listing to closing? And then once you understand the numbers, then it's just all math, right? Then it's a game. Same thing with mailers. Mailers work, but typically you have to send out mailers for 12 to 18 months before you really start to see traction. Do you have the budget to be able to do that, right? Do you have the time to wait for that? Um, you know, past clients SOI, they're typically a lot faster, right? Like I have a referral from a current listing. I met with them last week and they're ready to sign a new build contract and list their home as soon as they do a couple remodel, you know, some remodeling stuff, right? So knowing those timeframes, now it's just prospecting and figuring out what you want your business to look like. Yeah, that's, that's, I love that, right? Understanding, you know, where they are in the cycle. You know, I it's think the number one, it's the number one thing. And a lot of agents fail to, to do that because we want instant results. Right, right. They want that immediate, like, oh, I got a client, I got a client, I got a client. I mean, you have to understand that. So when it comes down to those three funnels, you know, or systems or sources, you know, you've got a lot of those, two, two of the three that you mentioned are very top of funnel, right? Like Facebook leads, they're not on Facebook to look for houses. Right. So you just interrupted their, whatever they were doing yep. with, you know, with, with, with a hook and we can't expect that interruption to know that they're immediately going to want to work with you, right? Yep. You've got to build up the relationship. You've got to build up the rapport. Same thing with Google. Zill, it seems like they're a little bit further down the funnel because maybe they've been visiting a few times and they're finally yep. ready to pull the trigger. So I want to talk about systems now because 
understanding the the mindset or the or the you know the 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 mindset of the and the behavior of the lead or the consumer. Now let's bring this into the systems that you've created. So you have a team, right? We do. So how does it work when a lead comes in the door? Do you pass them off directly to team members? Do you have outreach coordinators who try to create conversations with these leads? Where does, where does it stop from, from a for start for initial conversation with these, with these leads? So it just depends. And we're, and this is where we're always trying to figure out what's the best way to go about it. So one of the things we always teach everyone is speed to lead. And, and the way that myself and Ryan, we look at things is it's just simply numbers, right? There's, there's, the numbers will tell you what you need to do. So um, years ago, I think MIT came out with a, a study on sales. You know, if you call a lead within the first five minutes of them joining your website, you have, I think it was like a 50% chance of connecting with them because they're live on your website looking, boom, they get a phone call, right? So your increase, your, your chances of connecting with them increase. Now, at the same time, we know that it takes you know, 12 to 15 follow-up attempts to really have that conversation to really get them down the line. So on our team, that's something that we're always looking at better ways to improve because we know, you know, agents are out showing houses on listing appointments on weekend, you know, on the weekends or with family, they're not going to get every single lead within that first five, 10, 15 minutes. Right. So with, our Zillow, and, and it differs from Zillow to our other lead sources. So from our Zillow uh, platform, agents are only getting live connections, meaning, uh, and this is where like going back to, and a lot of people bash Zillow and we were the same way before we, before we um, really dove into their system and their platform and started seeing what they're doing. Um, but they, they are, they're so good at marketing to buyers that they can basically say or predict we're going to get you x number of phone calls every single month and these buyers on the other end now some will turn out to be renters some will just have bad credit whatever some will have an agent right but um, like right now i think we're getting around 60 or 70 live transfers from zillow and it's buyers on the other end saying hey i want information or i want to see one two three main street will you show it to me Right. Um, so, so our agents get those live transfers and the way it works is round Rob or it's a, we call it kind of like shark tank. So the first agent to answer the phone gets that lead. So it's kind of a competitive thing, right. Uh, to where some of our agents are like, who just got that Zillow lead? You know, I was, I was super fast to get it. Who got it? So, so it's competitive there. So that's Zillow. Um, any Zillow lead that is like an email lead that comes into our platform that comes to myself. And then I will round Robin those out to our team members because we know those email Zillow leads convert less than the live transfers. So I don't want to bog down people's uh, lead flow by less converting leads. I want them to focus on the higher converting leads. Right. And then our Boomtown, which is basically SEO AdWords and Facebook, um, we just switched it two weeks ago and we actually, um, they go into a pond system. So the pond is our agents have access to all of these leads. Anyone can call them at any time. Any of our agents that have a conversation that they think, um, is worthwhile. They can transfer that lead into their own personal database. 
But in the pond, we also now have a concierge service that's offered through Boomtown that is handling those first few connections, live calls within the first five minutes in the first 24 hours. And then after that, we have them on a, a text follow-up plan for a whole calendar year. And like I said, we just, we just uh, changed that like two weeks ago. So we're still working through that. Um, and then basically if the concierge service gets one of those leads on the phone, it sends me a notification. I then round robin, round robin that out to one of our agents because then we know the leads name, the name's good, the phone number's good, the email's good. Now it's then, okay, they're at the beginning of this process. Let's do the follow-ups. So that's kind of how we're handling everything right now. And that's where like tweaking it, trying to make it a little bit better. What's the best practice? You know, having conversations with other top agents and teams throughout the country here locally, you know, what are best practices with that? And no one has it a hundred percent dialed in, right? Right. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, no one's going to perfect it because it's always changing. Right? <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's, it's consumer people. habit, right? Like, you know, like email, like I don't really send out drip emails anymore because I get a ton of emails that I never even open. Right. So, but how do people communicate now? Text messages, video, right? So are you sending video text? Are you sending video? I mean, a video email will convert better than a normal email, but are you texting your, your leads? Are you calling your leads? Yep. Yeah, it's exactly it, right? You got to shift with, with the consumer behavior. You got to have your finger on the pulse for that. How do you, how do you uh, turn the hosel up or down, right? Like, how do you know to bring in more leads or slow them down? Are you, are you getting feedback from your team? Are yep. you like, and can you do that and, and, and really a flip? Yep. Yeah, so that's where, you know, it comes down to kind of your budget, ad spend, things like that. Obviously, everyone's going to be a little bit different, but for, for the most part, internet leads, meaning uh, AdWords, SEO, Facebook, um, and Facebook may be a little bit more, but you're typically out of 100 leads, you're going to connect with 50, 10 to 20 people. You're going to have a conversation of some sort, and that could include not interested, hang up, whatever, but someone actually answers the phone, says something to you, um, and then there's a result. And then of those 10 to 15, 10 to 20, you're gonna have about one to two that are actually looking to buy or sell real estate at some point in the future. So that's the boom town. And this is where I think it's important for people to really know and, and understand. I didn't say they're looking to buy and sell in six months. I didn't say they're looking to buy and sell in eight months. I said at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. So if you just break it down, hey, out of 100 leads, I'm going to speak to 10 to 20. And of those 10 to 20, one to two is going to be a potential buyer or seller at some point. Now, our numbers our, game, right? Numbers game. So, so, like what, so what we teach is, okay, if, if you're on call number 70, and, and you spoke with your 18 people, your next 30 calls are probably gonna be bad or not no answers, but still gotta make the 30 because maybe, maybe at call 95 is actually that one person that's looking to buy or sell, right? right? So don't stop at 50 and then say, hey, I don't have anyone, right? You know the numbers, it's, it's our roadmap, right? So if you want a buyer every single day, a potential buyer or seller every single day, you got to make a minimum of a hundred phone calls every single day. What so, do you do with the no's John? It, when someone says, no, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I, 
I'm not ready to buy at all. Do you still nurture them? Do you put them on campaigns or you just move them out of your database? I say perfect. Uh, are you looking to do something next year or in the future? Right. So, so then it's a follow up. I always, I always tell our agents it's, you know, when we, when we walk into a store at the mall or, or, you know, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods or wherever, right. And, and the, the employee comes up to you and says, Hey, you know, can I help you with anything? Our initial defense is no, I'm just browsing. It's the same thing for the internet lead, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's where I think I'm not a big person on scripts, on phone scripts. I'm, I'm a big person on conversation. Yeah. Like I know majority of the people when they join our website are just going to say, I'm just browsing. Right. But I got to ask the right questions to figure out it. Are they just lying to me or are they really telling me the truth? But at the end of the day, no matter how, what, how they answer, I always say, Hey, perfect. No problem. Like my website's perfect for you because if you are two years away, you know, this market's changing every single day, this will at least give you a time to follow the market and see where prices are going in the areas you want to be living in. Yeah, so that's a great point, John. I mean, like we talked about before, you know, one to two are going to be ready to buy at some point. And you have to have a system in place to nurture and stay engaged with them and create conversations with them. Otherwise, right, the eight, this other agent is going to come in at the right time when they are ready and, and they're, going to, they're going to take that, that buyer or seller. So in your systems, John, how do you keep that life cycle of, connection with your leads tight nurtured engaged conversed what do you do, do you, so, is it your tech stack is it a little bit of both what does that look like yeah and i want to go back to to answer your one question about um you know how how can we scale it up and scale it down based off of that so like for our zillow um leads we know based of 2019 which was like our first full year on the platform we converted those live connections we converted at 11 percent so I know, and we tra and we track numbers. One of the things I, can, I that you need to do in real estate is track your numbers, because yeah. once you know your numbers, and the rest is is you know that's your roadmap. So I know if an agent answers ten live transfers, they should have one deal coming at some point. And if not, then it's a conversation. Hey, you know what's going on? And it's not always you may have you may have ten and and not get any, but then you may get the next two and have two, right? So um, it's a numbers game. So that's how we can then scale up, scale back. If someone's not answering enough, okay, well then, Hey, you need to make a point to try to answer these Zillow calls. Or if you're not calling enough, Hey, you need to up your calls. So I wanted to, I wanted to add that now. Um, I forgot the question. Yeah. So oh, I mean, follow as far up. As like the life cycle, like nurturing and staying engaged with them for, for six, nine months when they, when they are ready to work with you. Yep. Follow up. So, um, I always tell people, you know, I don't care when you buy, uh, especially our agents. I don't, we don't care when they buy. We just want to be the agent in front of them when they are ready to buy or sell. Most, most agents, uh, are bad at the follow up because we're always thinking new lead, new lead, new lead, but we're forgetting typically that lead that's six months, 12 months, a year and a half away. So what's cool with Boomtown and a lot of the, the CRMs is you can set your follow-up to do's you can set um text message reminders voice uh, phone calls slide dials whatever um i'm a big believer in if you send them properties that they are interested in they're not going to be mad by receiving your emails mm -hmm. right so like a lot of people um 
you know, I was thinking of like different industries like cars, right? If I'm looking for a certain car, I'm not going to be mad if this one dealership sends me cars that are similar to that one, right? I'm only going to get pissed off if they're wasting my time by them sending me something I'm not interested in. So one of the big things I try to get on the initial phone call is what are you looking for? Like, I don't, let's not even, I don't even care when you buy, what are you interested in? Because I want to send you those properties. And then a lot of times those CRMs, they're able to see that lead activity. Are they opening up your emails? Are they coming back to the website? Are they filling out, you know, mortgage calculators or things like that? And then those are kind of our indicators of, do I need to follow up or not? So, you know, if you, if you said, Hey, I'm looking to buy in 12 months, I'm not going to call you next week and ask you, how's the search going? Right. Cause you're not interested, but I'll probably follow up in a month and then another month. And, but at the same time, I'm watching your activity, Yeah. you know, yeah. on, on, on my, on my website. And then that's going to tell me when I need to follow up. And then as we get closer to your 12 month window, you know, if that gets into six months, okay, now I'm going to start increasing my follow-up because now I'm going to start saying, you know, Hey Jason, are you still thinking that you're looking to buy in six months? Right. So like, if you told me next summer, I call you January 1st, Jason, is it still your plan to, to purchase a, a home in July of 2021? If you say yes, perfect. Okay. Now, now I go on to that script, right? If you say, Hey, no, probably not. I'm going to, probably renew my lease, whatever. Okay. Well now we just start all over again. Right. Yeah. But it's, I think some of the most important things are setting your follow-ups in your, and if you don't have a CRM that most CRMs will have that, but you know, put it in your Google calendar, you know, right. I live by my Google calendar. So just set a follow-up in your Google calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, what, what is your outreach method when you put in your calendar? Is it a text? Is it a phone call? Is it Most of the time it's phone calls or texts In today's world phone calls or texts. Yep. Awesome. I love it. So I mean, I'm not, a, again, I'm not a big believer in emails just because it's one of those things like I don't open up majority of my emails anymore, you know? And I think that's the way the consumer is too. Right. You know, where they're at. Absolutely. Now, do you, um, I'm just curious from a, from a connection perspective, do you ever connect with these individuals on your social channels? I'm bad at that. So I personally do not. Um, I'm terrible at that. Should you? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's any way for you to stay in front of them. Sure. Yep. And ho however that is right. Any way for you to stay in front of them. So like, you know, for, uh, we're, we're in the process of making buyer magazines. We have listing magazines, right? You can send out mailers to them if you get their address. Any way that you can stay in front of them, that's what you want to do because the whole goal is that you're the agent there when they are ready. Yep, exactly. And you have that data, right? I mean, like, you know, if you have their contact information, in my perspective, right? I think you should be uploading that to custom audiences on Facebook and, and, and just dripping them with the value that you're talking about, the videos that we're talking about, how we engage with them. It's a, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a brand. Uh, it's basically the way to, to slide your brand into their everyday mentality. Right. So right. why not, why not be doing that? And I know that it's a lot, like you're managing your tech stack, you're managing your follow up, you're managing your team. But you know, that just something to throw out there is that, well, um, and, and you said it, you're providing value, right? 
not every phone call, not every follow-up phone call is how's your search going, right? What can I do for you? That's not value. Right. Value would be like uh, if you're, so for example, one of the things I, I teach our agents to do is if you have a client that's out actively kind of looking at the market, maybe you're doing showings with them, things like that don't just rely on the search you have set up for them on your website. When I was actively selling every single day, right now I only do past clients referrals just because my position's changed here at the team. But when I was actively out selling every single day, I would be in our MLS every single morning, checking the hot list of homes that just came on the market within the last 24 hours or homes that just came back on the market that fell out of contract. And even if, the criteria of the house was already set in my website. I am sending them an email through the MLS saying, Hey Jason, this home just hit the market. Let me know what you thought. You know, I think it may work for you. Right. So then I'm sending an email and then I follow up with a text message that says, Hey Jason, check out your email. I just sent you a property you may be interested in. Right. And that's why it's important to only send them things that they're interested in. Most of the time, by you simply doing that, you're going to convert at a higher percentage than most agents because most agents are lazy and won't do that part. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, I even teach our agents, if it hits 80 to 85% of that person's criteria, you know, they may miss it in the, in the search on your website because your website criteria is specific, right? Mm -hmm. But say you're like, your client's like, hey, I got a 1,500 square foot minimum and I find them a house that's 1,400 square feet, I'm gonna send them that, right? Is 100 square feet gonna make or break you know, their decision? Maybe, but I say, hey, take a look at this. It doesn't meet all of your criteria, it meets most, thought it could work for you, let me know. Worst case, they're gonna say no, right? But again, right. send it to them through the MLS, I then follow up with a quick text message, and as long as you're sending them stuff that they'd be interested in, they're not going to, they're not gonna be mad, because you know they're out actively looking anyways. Exactly. Right. And they want, you're the, they know you're the inside scoop, right? So if you're coming to them as the, as again, the, that value, that value add, like, Hey, just by the way, this just hit the market. Nobody's seen it yet. I wanted to send it to you because it's right in line with exactly what you're looking for. Let me know your thoughts if you want to see it. Yeah. Right? Like something like that, like you were, you were showing them you're on, you were on their side. Right. And you're yeah. thinking about them. And I would say the best form of marketing is caring. Right. And that's how we connect. And I don't do that for people that tell me they're 12 months away. You know, that's someone if they're like, Hey, I'm three months, I'm two months, I'm four months, whatever it is. Yep. Right. And, and then that's where it's important too. You need to really, again, going back to numbers, we have something that's called a top 100. So our agents label anyone that they've spoken with in their top 100. If they, if they mention that they're looking to buy or sell real estate in the next 12 to 18 months. So the whole goal is to add to your top 100, right? Yep. So if you have 85 people that you've identified as people in your top 100 of those 85, there's going to be several people that actually end up buying or selling in the next 12 to 18 months. Right. It's a, it's a numbers game. You know, you may out of the 85, you may get 20, you may get 30, you may get 40. It just depends on your conversions at that point, yep. but it's trying to identify those people. And then those become your, your top 100. These are the most important people in my, my database that I've identified with. So John, I want to switch gears because you said something earlier that really, 
that that hit a very strong point. I think that we can all learn a lot from. And you said that you do not, <clears throat> excuse me, you do not use scripts. And yeah. I think that's very important, right? I always say, throw away your scripts, have a conversation on a human level. And so when it comes down to quote unquote, air quotes, converting leads, I think empathy is a huge, is huge when it comes down to connecting with you. So it, I want to I get your opinion on how you use connection and empathy when you converse with, with people looking to buy or sell and you connect with them on a human level. How important is it for you and your business and your team to be implementing those, those types of strategies when they, when they touch their, 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 their leads? Yeah, I always, I always say that real estate is, it's simple. It's not really hard. It is hard in the sense that it, it's a mental game as far as ups and downs and, and the emotions and things like that, right? But it's simple concepts and processes. So for the reason, and I, and I was coached to do scripts, right, when I first started. But as I've started selling real estate, it, there's really not a script that's going to convert better than others, in my opinion, because it's the same stuff, right? Get, here's the most important information you want to get from a, from a lead, where they're looking at their location. What's their average, what, what do they want their price point to be? Um, do they need uh, financing? Are they paying cash? Are they working with a real estate agent already? Um, uh, depending on the conversation, you setting an appointment with them, right? And then their motivation, what's their time frame? Once I have that information, now I know how to follow up. And some people, again, going to your top 100, if you tell me, uh, you know, hey, I'm looking to buy in, in six months, well, if I follow up with you, that may move back, you know, that may move back another six months, or that may move up, right? So once you have that main, you know, those six, seven things, then it's just on you to follow up and stay in touch. Yep. So the biggest thing is, you know, most people are going to say, I'm just browsing. Perfect. Awesome. You know, you're using words like perfect, awesome, sweet. My website's perfect for you, right? This will give you a, an opportunity to see every home that's on the market for, for sale. Um, and guess what? It updates every 15 minutes. So if you're used to Zillow or uh, realtor.com or other consumer websites, they don't, those don't update as often, but this will give you access to every single property that's on the market for sale. And then I'm a big believer too, ending the phone call and setting the expectation of when you're going to follow up again. So if you're six months away, could I set an appointment to meet with you today? Yes. But we know that the, the home buying process from the time you really start looking at properties to closings, probably more of like four months. Some buyers take longer and some will take a lot quicker. Um, so I would, so if you're saying, Hey, I'm looking to buy in six months, I'm going to end my phone call with, Hey, Jason, perfect. Hey, in a couple, let's take the next month, month and a half to really just follow the market, see where things are at. I'll stay in touch with you, but really, um, you know, once we get about four months away from you wanting to, to close on your new home, let's schedule a time to sit down and I can walk you through the home buying process and educate you on what's happening in our market right now. Yep. So now I'm setting the expectation. They know I'm not going to be calling them every other day. Um, I'm setting the expectation of when I'm actually going to follow up and then stick to what, stick to your word. You know, if you say I'm going to call you in a week, call them in a week. If you say you're going to call tomorrow, call tomorrow. If you say it's two months, call two months. 
and put it in the calendar, put it in your CRM, whatever you're using, you know, I think it's important to A, like you mentioned, put them into that specific MLS, whatever they're looking for, whatever the criteria they're looking for, immediately put them in the MLS. So you're providing them value, providing them stuff that they actually want to see. Yeah. And then putting those appointments into your calendar to follow up with them. It's what, if it's over six months, you're going to follow up with them two or three times, but those are super, those are critical times to follow up with them, right? Yeah. To make that phone call, make that text, check in, how you doing, right? I, I mean, I think that, that that's, it's not rocket science, like you said, it's just, it's systems and putting those systems together and you're consistent with those systems. And that's all it is. It's just consistency um, and following up. And, and, and again, we changed the way we did this before we used to have uh, leads just going to, to the agents. Like at one point I had 4,000 leads in my database, my own personal database. There was no way I was going to be able to call and prospect all 4,000. Right. So a year ago or so we changed that. We started putting, leads into the pond so then that way any of our agents will go in and call any of the leads at any point um so if someone you know just came back on the website you know 30 minutes ago and someone hasn't called them in three months boom that's a trigger to do a call no one's reached out in in, in three months but they were just on in 30 minutes ago all right i'm calling I'm trying to touch base right see where, see where they're at in the process and the other important thing is to leave notes leave notes of your phone calls um, so that way you can always reference the previous call when you call again. So it's funny. I, I do calls with our agents, so I'll prospect their leads with them. I call a lead, they call a lead, I call a lead, they call a lead and anyone I convert, I'll put them in their, in their pipeline. I'd called this lady in January and she had just had like wrist reconstruction, reconstructive surgery or something like that. Um, couple months later, I think it was like April, I first, she just randomly fell into the list when I was calling with this agent again, call her and guess what I brought up? Hey, how was your, you know, how was your recovery? Did everything go well? Right. She probably didn't remember who I was, but by me referencing and knowing that she had that surgery and I made note of it in the system, it's like, boom, okay. I, I did talk to this guy before. How did he know that? Right. So it helps you build the rapport because you can always reference the previous conversation. Because you're showing them that you care. And it's by, by just putting something down that you remember them by. It's, again, John, like you have, like you've created a system that works and that's why your team is so successful. And I think the biggest takeaway, you know, from this conversation for anybody looking into this is create a system that works for you and be consistent with it. Right. And as you said, there's a thousand different tech stacks. There's a thousand different lead sources find a system that works for you and stay consistent with it. Right. I'm a bit, I'm a big believer that your personality is going to dictate what you're good at and what you'll be successful with. And one of the examples is you'll never see me door knock a day in my life. I could, I could do it for like a week. I could get through it for a week, but it, I can't do it consistently for a whole year and then do it year after year after year. Some people love that, right? That's their personality or going to networking events. Some people can go up and strike a conversation up just like that. And, um, you know, that works for them. That doesn't necessarily work for me, right? One thing that works for me is buyer internet leads. You know, some people don't like working with sellers because personalities, right? That's so I'm a big believer that your personality is going to dictate what you like to do and what you're successful at. Um, one of our agents, bartender, um, he used to bartend at the casino. Uh, he's getting into real estate. 
And I told him, I said, dude, just go sit at your bar that you used to bartend at. You know, you don't got to drink 20 shots, but just go sit there and mingle with your, um, your regulars that you used to serve. And at some point, someone's going to bring up real estate and then you're going to be like, Hey, I'm a real estate agent now. And you know, and you're just having a conversation and it's worked for him. Yeah. You know, one of his regulars, he helped their son buy a place. So there's different ways to get your leads. It's, it's what you're, some people love doing open houses. Some people absolutely hate it. Right. It all works if you do it consistently. And all right. So we're going to we're gonna go off the cuff here real quick, John. And I want, us to come up with right now we'll go back and forth let's go 10 different ways to drive leads for your business real quick we'll just do like a like a rocket round i'll start with you we'll go to me we'll go to you we'll go to 10 all right so start because there's so many different ways so we'll start it off go ahead internet leads all right open houses door knocking flyers direct mailers which is different than flyers cold call networking events friends and family facebook groups facebook ads <laughs> social media i mean there's um, so many right i mean it, keep going. yeah it's it's find out what you're good for you know what you're good at and at the end of the day if you talk to people every single day about buying or selling real estate, eventually you're going to have deals coming. Yep. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, and, and then, it, you know, depending on what that lead source is, um, you know, will dictate that time frame. How long is it going to take for you to start converting? Yep, exactly. So John, I know we've covered a lot and all awesome stuff. And, and, and I know we're running out of time here, so I want to close out this conversation, but I want to ask you, you know, for anybody listening to this or watching this, what are the two most valuable pieces of insight you could give anyone who is looking to get into, uh, you know, start, start to drive leads for their business, whether it's internet leads or just getting heavier or just on the leads game? What advice, the two most valuable things that you can give them? Know your numbers and consistency. If, if you, if you had me nailed down to two, know your numbers, because that takes the emotion that takes that, that sets the expectation for you. Um, and then consistency, you got to do it every single day. Yeah. Now, that's it. another thing I'll add into it, you know, I posted last week or the week before the real estate cheat code, hard work, uh, patience, consistency equals success. You know, you got to put it, you got to put in the work. Yep. You can't be afraid to pick up the phone either. I mean, look, the, the numbers are, they are what they are, right? You know, out of a, out of a hundred leads, I know I'm only going to get one, yep. you know, out of a hundred leads, 10 to 20 are going to be some sort of conversation. And most of those are going to be, I'm just browsing or no, or, you know, F off or this or that, or hang up on you. Right. So then it takes away all the emotion and yep. of the others, I'm not going to get a response. Right. It's, then it comes down. Do I leave a voicemail, not leave a voicemail? John, I feel like we could talk about this subject for hours and hours and hours, but uh, we do, uh, unfortunately, are running out of time. So, man, I, I appreciate all of your insight, everything that you've talked about. This is just, this is all gold, man. And, and, and I, if people want to find out more about what you do and, and your team, where, where can they go? 
Yeah. So um, you can follow you can follow me on Major League Success across all uh, social media platforms. Um, if you want to pick my brain, uh, grab a beer, uh, get some coffee, or or just chat, feel free to call me or text me at six one four three zero nine seven nine two five. Awesome, John. You're the man. Appreciate it, dude. Appreciate the insight. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. I, it was really fun. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya.